First and Goal with Brian Weber and Nick Ferguson is live 1 to 8 p.m. every Sunday throughout the season. The NFL is on. Tune in. Now let's bring in our friend Cordell Stewart back from vacation. Join Cordell and yours truly tomorrow. NFL No Huddle comes your way for Eastern. Cordell, we'll be talking about Jacksonville tomorrow in detail, irrespective of the final score here. How can anybody believe the Jaguars are the third best team in the AFC if Blake Bortles is still the quarterback? Well, because they're doing everything spite of Blake Bortles. I mean, it's amazing. You have Blake Bortles and Blaine Gabbert playing in the same game. Both guys played for the Jacksonville Jaguars who struggled. But yet you still have an opportunity to right now see Blake Bortles struggle. But yet this team, is, spite of his deficiencies, are still capable of staying in his football game. I mean, I just saw this interception thrown to Tyrod Taylor when sprinting out into the flat. I mean, come on. You, you see him sitting right there. He's covering T.J. Yeldon. He's he's shadowing him. The best thing you could do is either throw it to the receiver or throw it out of bounds. I mean, there's only two options there. But he gave you the worst one. One wasn't even on the test. He threw it to the other team. Same thing he did last week against the San Diego Chargers in a defense, of course, have to save the day. But these are the types of things being that they are the third best team, I would say, in the AFC. Um, it goes to show you even though he struggles, this team plays well. If he just plays smart football, I didn't say he had to be the best quarterback on the football field. Just be smart no, in those, right, Cordell, those you situations. Know what you do? Play like Case Keenum. Play error-free football. They be well, fine. I mean, since you brought that up, you guys know what time it is. I mean, you know exactly what time it is, guys. It's about that time of the day. It's Case Keenum. Come on. Do I need to say more? It's Case Keenum and the Minnesota Vikings. I have a case for you, just like Terry Bradshaw said. Case closed. This guy's the starter for the rest of the year, people. This guy has played some really good football over his time. He's come in, went on the road against the Detroit team that was pretty much making a great run from behind, but yet it was all about the quarterback and how he played because I thought that defense of Detroit played well to stop the run. He comes out, throws a first touchdown, and come back, he runs the next one. The defense finds ways to play good. They struggled a bit, but the guy in Case Keenum, he goes out there, give you 21 to 30, two touchdowns in the air, one on the ground. What more can you ask for for this guy? Does he need to do – have you drank the Kool-Aid yes, Brian Weber? Have you drank the Kool-Aid yet? Yes or no? And it's great, by the way. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, because they are the purple people eaters. We'll talk <laughs> about this tomorrow. I'll concede he's playing at a high level. Here's your problem, Viking fan. Kai Forbath keeps missing yeah. kicks. Got to clean up special teams. Before we break that down, and Nick is here, but I'm on a roll, I have to tee you up for Akeem Tlaib and Michael Crabtree. Cornell, Tlaib got the chain again. Yeah, he's the chain. he's a chain reaper. He's not the Grim Reaper. He's the Chain Reaper. Every time he sees, every time you see Michael Crabtree, he's like, you know what? I got to get this one again. I'm taking it back to the homies. I'm taking it to the shop, and I'm gonna make me something out of this. Maybe a medallion and put a keep to leave on it. But those two guys have been going after what since last year, I would say. Uh, but but here's here's the thing: when a guy has his helmet off, and I know you want to go at it, um, sometimes man, you know, restrain yourself from uh, doing the crazy stuff because guys can really get hurt. And I know the intent was to try to do something to the player, but majority of the time is with the helmet on. But when a helmet comes off, man, you got to slow it down. And the key to leave, come on, it goes from Dallas. I think it was where he uh, got an altercation at a nightclub. And now here it is. He's bringing a nightclub out to the football field during the regular season. I mean, this team in in the Denver Broncos is really struggling. Uh, You saw Paxton Lynch, he struggled his butt off. And then Trevor Simeon, he comes in and gives two touchdowns, put 14 points on the board for that football team. And, And right now they're down by a touchdown. 
Uh, they end up making a big throw and a, and a big catch right here as we watch this game uh, by the Oakland Raiders and the Denver Broncos. And they have every bit of what, right at the two-minute uh, mark in, in the fourth quarter. Um, and it looks as if if they continue to do what they're doing with the lucky throw up in the air by Derek Carr, uh, they may end up pulling away from this game. But you know what? That's why you got to continue to play the game and you never know what's going to happen. But Aqib Tlaib and, of course, Michael Crabtree got run up out of there. Uh, because they were actually fighting and caused a brawl on the field that, that you don't want to see, uh, regardless of, of who was the one that was at fault. You don't want to see that. Uh, Cordell, let me ask you this question. You, you uh, watched the game, and you were just talking about Paxson Lynch, uh, and he's 9 of 14, 41 yards, and Trevor Simeon came in, and uh, he's thrown two touchdowns. I, is it fair to put all the blame on Paxson Lynch, knowing as though that offensive line has been abysmal all season long, and they surrendered four sacks against the Oakland Raiders. It's, I mean, can we just spread the the wealth around as far as blame, or is just Paxson just playing bad football? Well, I just think you you, you throw it across the board because there there was there a running game before Paxton Lynch came in. Obviously not. Was there even pass protection for the most part uh, by this offensive line? Uh, I would say no. Uh, was the quarterback play any good by Trevor Simeon and his start, and Brock Osweiler when he came in. And I mean, everything is no. So I, I don't think you just blame Paxton Lynch. Uh, we knew he was a, he's kind of shell shocked or, or even, um, you know, he's a deer in headlights because he hadn't figured it out yet. And, and, and it's unfortunate because he finally had an opportunity considering how tough the other two quarterbacks played, but yet he gives the window of opportunity. Uh, to get right back into the hands of Trevor Simeon and putting up 14 points, you have to assume he'll be the starter come next week. So it's tough right now in Denver. Uh, Nothing's really working. I wouldn't blame Paxton Lynch for sure. I would not. Uh, But at the same time, this is a situation that needs to get corrected. I think this offseason, you're going to have players out there like a Case Keenum, who I think may be available, maybe. But you never know. They may end up signing him. If he keeps playing the way he's playing, they may lock him down before the season can even come to an end. Um, and then they may have even the guy Kirk Cousins out in Washington. I'm just saying you, you're you going to have Stop to try it. to find. But I'm just saying you're going to have to find someone. And trust me, Kirk, Kirk Cousins is better than all three of those guys combined. I'm drinking that Kool-Aid. A lot of Kool-Aid, uh, and, and, pal. I, I no, think well, Kool-Aid or wine, whichever talk, one you wanted to be. And I'm going to help you take an early vacation on this show. We're going to talk for a few more minutes, but Jacksonville just got the football back. Yeah. Arizona went three and out. So if the Jags are in field goal range – you understand how it works. I'm going to have to cut you off because I'm never rude. You know that. I'm a very polite cat. Yeah, Has very the polite. Raiders taken neither in the victory formation? They're going to defeat Denver 21-14. Final thought on Kansas City. What has happened to the Chiefs? A month ago, you and I and the rest of the sports media were handing the MVP award to Alex Smith. They lose to Buffalo. Kansas City has lost five of six. When do you think Andy Reid considers benching Alex Smith and going to the rookie Patrick Mahomes? Ooh, that's, that's, that's a great question because watching him in his presser, he's not even thinking twice about as of today. Uh, I think he's probably going to be one of those coaches that's not going to be a part of, of the prison of the moment situations and, and, and allow himself to say something from an emotional standpoint as opposed to watching film and going back and make a very good decision. Um, I think that's smart. I think that shows the, the maturity of a head coach and knowing that that's not the time to answer that question. But if I was – a bet, man, I would give it because they're still, I think, at the top of that. They're still in the, yes, they're still at the top of that division right now um, because you see Denver struggling. I know they beat, I know Oakland beat them, 
So if Oakland can win this game against the Broncos, uh, it brings them closer and closer to the Kansas City Chiefs. But there's no reason to panic because they're still at the top of the division for now. So it's going to boil down. And let's just be let's just be transparent here. It's all about Tyrod Taylor. He's the reason why they actually won that game. Let's just be real. Because just imagine if we would put Nathan Peterman in there. Great move by Coach. Uh, who was it? Uh, coach, Coach, Coach. The, the head coach there. I can't even get it out right now. The head coach there in Buffalo. They even put Tyrod Sean Taylor McDermott, in. Your guy. There it is. You know what I'm talking about. They end up putting him in the game, and, and, and all of a sudden, you find a Buffalo Bills team that probably – maybe a half a game out of it to maybe a game if it comes down to it because of what happened last week. So here it is. Um, you know, it, it's a it's a tough place for Kansas City to get back on that, and, and I don't think he makes a move quite yet. We'll probably figure out something by Wednesday, but if it was me, I would wait a little bit longer before I actually pull uh, that trigger because, what is it, five out of the last six games they lost? Yeah, they've and, imploded. And, and, Here's the yeah, good and Alex Smith has thrown quite a few interceptions, so it, it's – um it's getting uglier as the as the weeks go by. Uh, I mean, you saw two receivers look like they were trying to get a screen uh, in, in the same position. One guy had to block, and the other guy had to catch the ball. They both say, you know what, hell, I'm not blocking. You block. He's I'm going to catch the football. And they both end up sitting there and trying to catch the ball, and they end up getting it fixed later, and they end up scoring a touchdown off the same play. But um, Kansas City is struggling, man. And like I told you guys before, like we talked on our show, Brian, the Chargers are making a run because I think they're playing some of the most physical and they have more, they're more rhythmic and confident in what they're doing right now in comparison to the other teams within that division. So quiet is kept between us three, myself, mm. you, and Nick Ferguson. The Chargers, just keep your eye on them. No, because the way they're I, playing I, right now, they're doing really a really good job. Our next guest is going to agree with you. Cordell, enjoy the remaining couple hours of your vacation. Tomorrow yeah. we're back to work. And we have a lot to dissect. Thanks, partner. The NFL is on TuneIn. First and goal with Brian Weber and Nick Ferguson. Hear every score as it happens live every Sunday throughout the season from 1 to 8 p.m. Eastern.